Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. Saints kicker Tom Dempsey, who famously made a then-record 63-yard field goal in 1970, despite being born without toes on his right kicking foot, has died due to complications of the coronavirus, his daughter said. He was 73. PK, for decades, that was the highlight to the entire Saints organization. Now they got Drew Brees and they won a Super Bowl and they're good every year, but man, for a long time, that was all they had to hold on to. Yeah, it seems like I saw that kick a thousand times on video replay. In a conference call with Major League Sports Commissioners on Saturday, President Donald Trump said he believes the NFL season should start on time in September, according to reports. And Trump also said he hopes to have fans back in the stadiums and arenas by August and September. Although, it's currently unclear if medical experts will find that to be a realistic timeline amid the current coronavirus pandemic. This is where the NFL goes parallel to college football, and you can hope it happens, but uh, the colleges are putting multiple plans out there because they're worried. So see how this plays out for football. I expect college and pros will be hand-in-hand on this, but who knows? Well, I expect all children who want one to receive a a puppy for free. You you can expect and hope and want everything, but uh, until it actually happens, until it's in the clear and we've got dates set, I don't know that anything is going to be on time or is going to be delayed one month or whatever it might be or anything in between. All all right now is just talk. LA Rams. COO Kevin Demoff followed through on his promise to read mean tweets about the Rams' rebranding efforts after a telethon raised more than $2 million. Among the mean tweets he read, uh, there's a Rams logo debate. What's between? Trash and hot garbage? And if you're low on toilet paper, don't worry. You can get it now in NFL shop. That didn't seem that mean. I thought they were going to be meaner. I didn't know there were enough Rams fans well, where I, I live about the logo. I think the public eye can do that. Yeah, I think anybody who's in the public eye can decide that they're going to do that. I do that. I do that every night at dinner. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. My preference is to, you know, let's get to work and let's let's go play. Uh, that's the best case scenario. And I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, I have zero doubt that we're going to be playing, that the stands are going to be packed and the valley's going to be rocking. And, you know, we're going to be we're going to be back at it. I don't have any doubt. Dan Sweeney, no doubt. 100 percent all in. You want to repeat what you just said about a minute ago, PK? It's okay. August. Nobody knows. The SEC's Positivity. You yeah. might as well do that. 
Yeah, the SEC is looking into uh, if Alabama will be able to continue using Apple Watches to monitor its football players' physical activities during the league-mandated shutdown caused by the coronavirus pandemic. During a conference call with reporters last week, Crimson Tide coach Nick Saban said his program had provided Apple Watches to players and the new strength and conditioning coaches were very instrumental and set up this whole program of what we're doing the players in terms of the Apple Watches for the workouts and apps on their phones for weight training programs. Oh, that sounds like a freebie. Somebody's going to complain. <laughs> okay. Rest of the SEC not happy with those players getting Apple Watches. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. It's the culmination. You know, you put countless hours into this. You dedicate yourself to a craft. You take no days off. You play through injury. You play through demise. You play through obstacles. You give no excuses for anything. You learn. You build. It was uh, an incredible career that I enjoyed so much. To call it a dream come true is, isn't even doing any justice because I never dreamt I'd be at this point. There's some solace in knowing that he was probably going to be a part of the 2020 Hall of Fame class. Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa, there uh, among the uh, people reacting to the news of the new class of the Nysmith Basketball Hall of Fame. Bryant, Duncan, and Garnett, the trio from the NBA, eight selected, including Rudy Tomjanovich, who led the Rockets to a couple of NBA titles, and Eddie Sutton, who was uh, Coach of the Year four times, uh, good runs at Arkansas and Oklahoma State. It's the Eight people going into the Naismith basketball, Naismith basketball Hall of Fame in August. You got a favorite among that group, PK? Well, certainly being on the West Coast here on this side of the country, it's Kobe Bryant all the way. I mean, obviously he was a sensational player and he was charismatic. He was something that everyone was drawn to in terms of the love or the hate category. And we got to see him play many times. Jazz played him in the playoffs. So, yeah, obviously that it would be Kobe Bryant all the way. I I think the NBA should have its own Hall of Fame, though. Nothing against those other people, but uh, some people on that list, you look at them, you don't even know who they are. And I'm sure they deserve it for their contributions, whatever they may be. That's not the issue. But I think that the NBA should have its own, much like uh, MLB and pro football. There was a Division II basketball coach on the list, someone I'd never heard of. That's like you said, I'm sure they won won a lot of games and won titles and all that, but it's the Hall of Fame, and how famous are they really? NBA and ESPN are working on televising a horse competition involving several high-profile players. Discussions have been ongoing about a competition. The players would be in isolation, isolation, presumably in their home gyms, and then they'd compete shot for shot in the traditional playground game. It's something, I suppose. I don't know how worked up people can possibly get over it, but it's something. Oh, yeah, I'm all for it, man. I put it on Facebook. Uh, if you got any other ideas for them to do, too, now's the time. Donovan Mitchell was playing NBA 2K on TV. That didn't do it for me, but I'm sure, again, it's something some people watch. Lost in a nail-biter. How did he blow a four-point lead with two minutes left? How'd that happen? Uh, yak, yak, yak. Well, with the three-pointer, that's quite, very quite easily 
uh, accomplished to lose a four-point lead with two minutes to go. But it's not a nail biter. Oh, you're right. It's a knuckle biter. It's a knuckle biter. You're, you're right. right. I apologize. No, there wasn't enough emotion. It was just they were just down to the it's nail. It's a knuckle biter. They didn't get all the way to the knuckle. DJ and PK. Don't draw blood, though, on that knuckle biter. <laughs> Hashtag Major League Baseball. Hey everyone, um, so just found out that MLB is going to be providing us a paycheck for the next couple of months. Obviously, this is an extremely difficult time for the entire world. Um, there's so many people that are in need, whether it's those that are on the front lines battling this disease head on, or someone who's at home and has lost their job and needs to provide basic necessities such as food and water. So we have decided to donate that paycheck. Houston Astros ace Justin Verlander said he's going to be donating his weekly paycheck during the COVID-19 shutdown to different organizations that are helping with relief efforts. He's already a pretty popular player. And that's going to make him a little more popular, PK. He's made a lot of money in his career. Oh, sure. Anytime uh, you can do that, that's something that uh, the public is going to latch on to and, and get excited about at this time, especially at this time. Anytime they do it, obviously but most especially at this time. Major League Baseball teams can now contact amateur prospects using electronic communication, gather data and video on players, but they remain barred from attending in-person activities and holding tryouts as they prepare for the 2020 draft and international signing period. The memo sent to teams Friday offered a slight relaxation of the full scouting shutdown mandated in mid-March. This is uh, kind of similar to what we've heard from the NFL. There's limitations, uh, and there's going to be limitations on baseball, and the draft's going to be different, but there's going to be something, and somebody's going to do it right and hit on talent and and win out of this, but it's it's going to be different for these guys. Uh, yeah, I need to know what it is as far as the spring sports for the colleges because in the Division One, uh, if you've been there for three years, you're eligible for the draft. So is this year counting as a year? Is it not counting a year since they get the year back? I don't know how that works. I don't know for sure, but I suspect that it counts as a year. Um uh, but I guess they could issue some kind of ruling that it doesn't. Uh, I've, I've read stuff that there are going to be a lot of guys going back to school, and college coaches are really going to uh, be jammed up here because a lot of guys uh, are anticipating smaller bonuses, shorter draft. There's going to be limits on how much they can sign free agents for. And so for a lot of guys who are uh, on the fence, they may decide to go back for that fourth year. And, of course, there are players who weren't going to be drafted who are thinking, well, I might as well play the fifth year. So... We'll see what the college baseball coaches do with their rosters when we get to uh, next season. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, 8 o'clock, our basketball insider, Steve Cleveland, is going to join us. And uh, Dane Brugler, NFL Draft Analyst and writer for The Athletic, will be here at 9 o'clock to talk NFL Draft, which is now, what are we, two and a half weeks away. Getting close. All right, DJ and PK, we are joined now by Gabe Gomez from Syringa Networks, home to complete telecom and IT solutions. Gabe, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How you all doing? We are doing well. You do telecom and IT solutions. Have you gotten really busy lately? You know what? We, we really have. Uh, the, we, we do uh, telecom and IT services for, for business customers in the, in the, throughout the state of Utah. And, uh, you know, with this whole pandemic situation, people do need reliable connectivity out to the Internet and for their 
phone services and for remote workers and things of that nature. And we've certainly seen a big spike in, in, in our being busy here, for sure. So you got tech support 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. What are some of the uh, frequently asked questions you get, and how can you solve them for people over the phone, especially people who maybe, you know, technically it's a little bit of a struggle? Yeah, so, you know, one of the things that, that uh, we pride ourselves on is the fact that we have a really good local customer service. Um, we have our, all of our technicians and everyone here is local. And so when we do have uh, questions and uh, concerns, well, we have a, a good staff of engineers and various technicians that can talk people through whatever issues that they're having here locally. We dispatch locally. So um, that's really one of the biggest concerns about Internet access and, and data services is people – you know, may not necessarily know a lot about them, but uh, when they're down, they know they, they certainly feel that. And so having a responsive team available to assist them is really what, what uh, people are after these days. You work more with business customers or residential customers, or is it both? Well, we, we, are, we are strictly uh, focused on, on business customers. Um, so, uh, you know, at, at this point, uh, that's who uh, all of our clientele is, and uh, really... When you think in terms of what's going on with uh, this whole uh, situation that we have uh, with the COVID-19 crisis, we, uh, you know, businesses are, are trying to figure out how to connect um, their remote workers and, um, you know, make sure that the, their workforce and their business is uh, uninterrupted during these times. And so having a good, reliable Internet connection and ways to video conference and do things of that nature um, is, is key right now. And so for our business clientele, where we, we certainly offer the, uh, the, the type of connectivity and networking solutions that make that possible for them. Gabe, what's the best way to contact Syringa Networks? Well, the best way to contact us is to hit our website at www.syringanetworks.net. Um, and there you'll, you'll not only see the, the, the broad range of products that we have, but you'll also be able to uh, directly link up with one of our account executives if you if you're new to Stringer Networks or if you're having issues, well you can certainly go there and uh, get a technician live. Gabe Gomez from Syringa Networks. You can contact him at syringanetworks.net. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, gentlemen. Big show, big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. You ready? You guys ready? You know what I did over the weekend? Yard work. I don't no, you, you did I, not. I did. My wife brought in like 20 or 30 bags of soil, and I had to work on Saturday, you know, so I hurried up and finished my work, and I went out there, and I was doing yard work. I thought you had your column done on Friday. Oh, did I? Did you tell Lisa you were working and you were really taking a nap or something? <laughs> I wasn't taking a nap. Just in there occasionally. <laughs> working hard. Very busy. Very busy in there working. Lots of interviews and stats and, and stuff. Quotes. Yeah. Lisa, I'll be right there. I'll be Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Master Electrical Services. Master Electrical is always open during this challenging time. Call Master Electrical Services at 801-543-2222 for upfront pricing and satisfaction guaranteed. Master Electrical Services will light up your day. All right, PK, we've got the, uh, the possibility of NBA stars playing horse from remote locations. A camera in one guy's home gym, a camera in another guy's home gym, or a camera wherever Steph Curry just spent five hours setting up a basketball hoop. 
Steph struggled with the directions like everybody else. Good to know he's human. Will you watch it? Got the poll question up at Twitter. Uh, yes! An exclamation point. You're enthusiastic. You're pumped. You want something. Sure, it's competition. Uh, I suppose. Lukewarm. You'll flip it on. You give it like two minutes. See if, it, see if it's okay. Or, nope, not happening. Uh, vote now, David DJ James, and we will update this poll. We got it up at our uh, Facebook page, and we got we got really mixed reaction on this PK. There were some people who were on board. There was some lukewarm stuff going on, and then just no. Pete says this is a terrible idea. Terrible. Why? He doesn't go into why. why. He doesn't go into why. Uh, Roy no, says, not. "Roy says I do not care. I have enough to keep me busy." Okay, fine. No, that, I don't. I don't think that that's uh, that's necessarily the issue. Whether you have enough to keep yourself busy, I mean, you should have enough to keep your, If you have enough to keep yourself busy, then why would you care about the seventh game of the finals if that's what it is? Because you already have enough stuff to keep you busy. Jack says I'm more of a pig guy when playing hoops, but anything sports-related is better than sitting around and twiddling your thumbs. I agree with that. I think it would be cool to see these guys. I don't know where they're going to do them, remote location or wherever. I mean, they could do it uh, from their uh, home arenas. I mean, you're, you're in there now, so why couldn't a player go in there and shoot? I mean, I don't care where it's from. It would be kind of cool to see them in... Uh, some somebody's home gym or wherever it might be, uh, out at the park. <laughs> outdoors. <laughs> I, a, uh, yeah, outdoors. I like it. Down at the beach with the wind blowing? Come on, let's do it, PK. <laughs> yeah, I think the beach is closed, but uh, there's a there's – a, uh, down in San Pedro where I live in California, there's a, uh, a park, and it is on a bluff – and there is a basketball court there, and it overlooks the ocean. And you see it all the time. They film commercials. Uh, some stuff I've seen from Kobe. And it, it, And I've shot there many times. And it overlooks the water. And on a clear day, you can see out to Catalina. And it's just an unbelievable setting. And I've seen them use it for commercials. Something is coming up where they're going to do it again because I've seen the previews. I don't know exactly what it is. But that's a gorgeous location, and they have to keep the fans away, obviously. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I think that, I think it would be cool to see this type of competition. It would be fun. And what's wrong with fun right now? Shelly says, sure, why not? I think it would be fun if they included fun, high-energy players like Donovan. See, they put Donovan in that 2K thing on ESPN, which, by the way, Donald said the 2K thing on ESPN is a joke. Super boring. See, the horse might be a little better because there might be a little trash talk, a little joking around back and forth. The guys were concentrating playing the video games, so you get occasional comments or somebody with a prop, you know, coming in with a towel to wipe somebody off or whatever. But it was, it was basically just watching two people play video games. That didn't really right. do it. The, the horse thing, you know, maybe some trash talk back and forth. The guys might have time to be funny or be goofy or I don't know. I mean, it might not work. I guess I, I don't remember this happening. Now, 
apparently it did, but we had some people referencing that this happened back in the 70s. Uh, Jeff says there's video of Pistol Pete playing the Iceman in a horse game, and it's pretty boring. I remember one-on-one contests at halftime of NBA games when I was a little kid, but I don't remember any uh, horse things, but apparently it's out there. Do you remember any of that? At halftime? I mean, I seriously doubt they would do it at halftime. I mean, they would have to film it and replay it. That's what the one-on-one stuff was. Uh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, but the world has changed dramatically then, yep. since then. I mean, back then you were supposed to be butt and go about your business. Here it would be for fun. I mean, the circumstances we've seen, of course guys would be having fun with it. And back then they weren't making the kind of money that they make. And so, yeah, I, I, it's, it's radically different now. And I think it would be a blast. Absolutely would be a blast. Carter says, I'll watch it. From what I understand, they'll be isolated in their separate gyms, but it'll be live and conferenced in. Sounds cool. And, yeah, they're overpaid millionaires, but they've let out on this whole thing, and they've been doing what they can to help. So Carter's in. Yeah, I think it opens up for a whole bunch of uh, other activities that they can do. The dribble, the skills competition that they do, what's on Saturday night of the All-Star Game mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. And you could do those types of things. I would have everyone participate. What I would do is I would have your own team, and then somebody emerges from your team. And then those become... The what uh, the thirty players? How many they got? 30, yeah, thirty two teams in the league. Whatever they got, thirty. And so, yeah. So you have everybody on your team who wants to do it. So you have a team winner, and then that team winner is entered into the national competition. All right, we're up to that way, oh. and so then you have brackets. We are up to a little more than one hundred votes, and right now. Fifty-three percent of the people will watch. Thirty-two enthusiastically. Yes. Uh, another twenty-one percent with the. I suppose. Uh, nope. Got forty-seven percent. And Alec just tweeted at us. Oh, come on, DJ. You should have a hell no option. <laughs> Alex down on it. Wants no part of this. Well, that's the great thing about anything that's on television is you do have that option, and you don't have to watch it. Sam says, it all depends on how they do it. I really enjoyed watching Pistol Pete's old-school horse game. i, I got to go out on YouTube and try to find this. I don't, I don't have any memory of this. Yach's in there uh, shrugging his shoulders. Yach, you're too young. I'd, I'd heard about it, but I've oh, never yeah. watched it. Yeah. It's got to be out there. Jeremy says, if they can play horse games, just play the full games. Well, it's a little different, Jeremy. Putting a bunch of players together in a gym, sharing a ball, as opposed to off in their own gyms, a camera on each, switching back and forth. You can vote. Go to David DJ James. David DJ James. Get more people weighing in on Facebook. You can go to DJ and PK. Uh, Christopher says, I think it's time to initiate the game. Basketball. All right, now just making stuff up. Mashing basketball and baseball together. Which part of each game would you say? That's a movie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. 
And then we've immediately got gifts from the movie. People have posted them. So. Aaron says, I don't think it was such a large percentage of people not working and many staring financial hardship right in the face. The many given two poops about overpaid millionaires playing games in their home gyms. Please let sports be far less expensive when all of this is done. I don't think sports is going to be far less expensive when all of this is done. Okay, sure. But that has nothing to do with horse. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, That's... those problems have been around. People have lost their jobs. People have not made their money. Now it's exasperated. I understand that. And it's awful. It's more awful, however you want to phrase it. I understand all of that. And sports, uh, to go to a basketball game, it costs a pretty penny. To go to a football game, to go whatever game, you know, obviously go to a concert costs money, and not everybody can do it. And people are going to have to rethink things and as jobs are being lost and salaries are being reduced and everything. So, yeah, that's the whole point of that 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 is real life and having guys play horse is not real life and that is the the getaway to where you can maybe lose yourself for a little bit and watch some stuff you know is have them do it they've got to do it with their off hand too you got to get a certain amount of uh, shots up with your off hand or a certain amount of letters that you have to get to uh, on your opponent i mean there's all sorts of stuff that you can do yeah it, it, it would be uh, the big men, Gobert, would have to do nothing but shoot three-pointers. I mean, you, you can have a, I think you can have a lot of fun with it. And Matt just defaults to it saying, yeah, I'll watch. Does anyone have anything better to watch? And social media has been full of people and what they're binge-watching and what's going on. There's tons of stuff out there. Netflix has got a lot of people falling in love with a lot of different shows now. Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King. Are you into that, Yak? I haven't watched it. I've just It's all the rage on yeah, social it, media. It is all the rage on social media. There's stuff all over the place about it's it. It's in the queue, though. At some point, I'll probably get to it. In the queue? What are you, British? Yak. PK, did you know Yak was British? It's in the queue. It's called the Netflix queue. You have, like, up. I didn't know. You have shows that you save up that you're planning on watching. In America, you're in line. In okay. England, you, you, you queue up. Okay. In the queue. All right, keep voting. We're uh, closing in on a uh, couple hundred votes now. And nope, 47%. A lot of people are just out. This just doesn't do it for them. And you know what they could do? You have, everyone has their own local networks, right? So you have the local network. To the local guys. That's why I want everybody involved. I want all everyone who's played in a jazz game this season. I want them all local. Bowler Jack and Harpering, break it down and do that. And whoever mer- emerges is the winner. Because then you can have best trash talk is amongst your teammates. We see that all the time. And to go back and forth. And those are the guys that you know very well, and those are the guys that you are with constantly. So I think, yeah, I think that would be outrageously fun. You'd be able to have the guys go back and forth and, and have, have them do that. Having Joe Ingles go up against a Niang, I think that would be a blast. Those two like to trash talk each other all the time. And so have them do that. 
The local crowds? You wouldn't watch that? Come on, of course you would. I would be way more likely to watch that because I know the guys' personalities. And you're right. Ingles versus Niang would be... Exactly. It, it would be hilarious. You know, because watching the NBA 2K thing for just a couple minutes last night, they were too focused on playing the game so they didn't have time to yak at each other. You wouldn't be able to shut Joe Ingles up. And Niang would give it right back to him. So that'd be entertaining. And whoever won that, I'd watch them against Donovan because I think the same thing would happen there. I think they'd be talking back and forth. Yes, there's a lot of downtime in between shots as you're going to describe what your next shot is. And then also, too, come on, you get the guys in some level of competition, which they haven't had for several weeks now, coming up on a month, and no one would want to lose. Absolutely, they wouldn't want to lose. They wouldn't necessarily admit it, but they would be competing to win. As goofy as it is, they wouldn't want to lose. They would want to win. So there would be some intensity, even though they would be goofing around. And I get it. It's not the level of intensity that you would get in a regular season or a playoff game. I understand all that. But that's not what this is about right now. And so there would be a lot of fun involved in it. The more I think about it, the more I think it's a better idea. And the local teams, each team should do it and make sure they've got the guys that they know going at each other and put them out there and have them do that. And the fans, fans would eat that up. Uh, locally here, if they put that on uh, whatever night, and come on, fa- fans would be all over it. They would, th- the ratings would be outstanding locally. There's no doubt in my mind they would. Jacob just tweeted at us, uh, I think you're on to something, making a competition, a team competition within the team, and then take on the best from every team. You're talking Jacob into it. And I saw his avatar, and I thought I saw someone familiar in there. And you know who I saw? Another person who's taking a picture with Thurl Bailey. <laughs> it's clearly, Thurl is clearly decked out at, uh, at an event. And Jacob and uh, probably his wife, I assume, are there taking the photo with him. So you're tapping into Jazz Fan right there. You've got him going now. They may not want to watch uh, an anonymous uh, player from whatever team. I don't know. The Wizards. Somebody from Orlando battling somebody from Minnesota. But they would definitely watch their Jazz guys go at it. Okay, and how is that any different? That's that. Put that on the team level. There's plenty of jazz fans, as we know, throughout doing these uh, shows this so many years, who are way into the jazz. And when the jazz get bounced out of the playoffs, they check out. Maybe check back in in the finals, but they check out. And this is a, we've talked about this at length. Is this really an NBA town or is it a jazz town? So that's no different there. Of course that would be. And then you have the ex-player on there. Wow, man, Joe Ingles, he's got to jump on George Nang early. you got to, you got to get him on their, on their heels and have them try to break it down. It'd be hilarious as long as they know they're not being serious and they have fun with it. We've seen Harpering, right? He was a – well, I can't say what he was. You know player, what? That's what he was. But he was all tight. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I've talked to him about that. And he was all business. And then you talk to him away. He's not all business. I mean, he's, he's got a sense of humor. He's displayed it more as he's been a, a television personality as opposed to when he was a player. He wasn't into that. He wasn't into messing around when he was a player. So, got, fine. 
And, and he, had, he carved out a very nice career. It was cut short by injury, but he carved out a nice career for himself. Well, he's got a personality. He can joke. He can carry on. I, I've experienced it many times with him. And so have him there. Have Thurl. Thurl, obviously, has got a great sense of humor. And they could have fun with it. And we know Bojack does. Hey, yeah. This is... This has got to be done. Absolutely, it's got to be done. This would be a whole lot of fun. At a time when we actually needed more than we need real games. Now, we're not going to get real games. Obviously, we would love real games. But we need something. And this is something that could be done. It could be done at a local and then at a league level. And I just think it would be highly entertaining because the guys would play along with it. But yet, at the same time, they're playing along with it, but they still want to win. So you're getting the best of the both. You're getting them being loose and being out there, and then they could have some public service announcements while they're doing that too, easily to film. So there'd be some connection with the fans here because this went away. This went away from us in a shocking manner. None of us expected it to turn on that TV. Uh, what was it, three, four weeks ago on a Wednesday night, and we're expecting the Jazz to play Oklahoma City, and all of a sudden. It was just the ultimate slap in the face, and then everything. Talk about the domino effect, man. It just came like crazy, and then in a matter of what seemed like minutes, everything else was done, and it's been done. Now, I'm not arguing that it shouldn't have been done, but I'm just saying that's what happened. And so to hear to get these guys back, because as Joe said, you know, a lot of them, they're around, and they're waiting for the call, and and plus it give them an opportunity to get some shots up, too. Huh. This is, this is a win-win for all involved. I don't know that it'll happen, and maybe logistically it can't be done, but the premise of it is a win-win. Well, as Joe pointed out, you know, he's in a house, but uh, a lot of guys are in apartments or condos, so they're not going to have a home gym. That's going to be a tough one right there. Uh, go down to the local high school that's not being used. There it is. Rent it out. Set your phone up, turn the yeah. camera on. Ready and go. Everybody, uh, everybody stream at Facebook Live or uh, Twitter's got Periscope, whatever. There's a million ways to do it. All right, DJ and PK. Uh, yeah, so this Pete Maravich thing. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on a second. This Pete Maravich thing must have been taped, right? So maybe they could tape it. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You can vote in the Twitter poll. Nope is rallying despite our best efforts. Now up to 49.8%. It's split almost exactly in half, those of you who'd watch horse from remote gyms. Of course, the question is with NBA stars. With jazz players, the yes would go up a little bit. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Steve Cleveland's coming up in about 20 minutes. Stay with us. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. George Niang joins us. You've got guys that are making $32 million, and then you got guys that are making minimum in the league, and their mindsets are different. Is it going to be tough to get everybody on the same page to get this season moving forward? Uh, you know, if, if you haven't noticed, Hans, uh, NBA players love their money. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> if we have a chance to play, guys are going to be playing. You know, guys don't want to see money left on the table, and I think you got to be able to, you know, stretch it out and try to do as much as you can to make sure that we play the games without, you know, interrupting, you know, people's health and disrupting lifestyles. But, you know, I think guys are really eager to play, especially, you know, when you're sitting at home. And I know guys have wives and kids that I'm sure that they love, but I'm sure they're excited to get out of the house when this all goes down. 
Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5, 1280 The Zone. All right, we've been told the NBA and ESPN working on a uh, concept to have star players play the game of horse in two separate gyms. Link them together with video and all that. And the players have to match shots. You get letters. You probably played the game as a kid. And so we've had several people on our Facebook page say, yeah, back in the day, Pistol Pete Maravich and George Gervin had one of those horse games. And you got to figure everything's on YouTube. And sure enough, if you want to see it, it's a quick Google search or a quick YouTube search, and there it is. And PK, Pete Maravich is uh, standing on the baseline Behind the basket, jumping out, laying the ball off the glass and in. He's uh, sitting on the ground in the paint, (laughs) banking it in. And then he's dribbling from the right side, and he picks the ball up and flicks it behind the back to himself in the air, catches it with the same hand, and then soaring underneath the hoop, makes a reverse layup with that hand. And that finally tripped up George Gervin. Gervin started out shooting jumpers, and then once Maravich got the ball, he just wasn't giving it back. And so it was a series of uh, trick shots, and uh, finally Gervin got it back and started uh, shooting jumpers again. But pretty, pretty goofy there watching Maravich sit on the ground making buckets. Pete Maravich is one of these players that I wish I would have been able to see in his prime. I don't know. I don't. I have zero memory of him playing at all. Um, I, I just don't. Nothing rings a bell when I think of Pete Maravich. I think of the uh, film that I've seen about him and knowing that he played for his father and out, uh, averaged an outrageous amount of points in college when there was no three point. But I would have loved to have seen him play when he's at his very best because we heard so much about him and how he was a trick shot guy and a wizard. And so that would have been fun to watch, to see him play horse in his prime, certainly. I'm like you. I don't have any memory of watching him live in games. I do remember that he signed with the Celtics late in his career. But then injuries, he never really never really had a good... Uh, a good chance to you know to play long term there, so it's uh, I've read books about it, read stories like you said, seen the old grainy video. Um, the horse game with he and Gervin went to H O R S. They both had an S, and then uh, Maravich jumped out from the baseline behind the glass, and Gervin couldn't match him. So I don't know. I don't know what guys would come up with now. I don't know what kind of crazy uh, over the backboard. Uh, we see what we don't see. What we see then is you see how much the game has changed because Gervin was banking in eighteen footers, and nobody banks in eighteen footers anymore. But Gervin was banking them in. Now we probably see uh, we'd see guys, you know, three, five, ten feet behind the three point line taking those shots. They didn't do any of that in this game. So I guess that's what we'd see. Who knows what we'd come up with? I mean, we see Steph Curry's warm up routine where he finishes by shooting. You know, from the the hallway. Yeah, going. let's play lightning from that spot. Come yeah. on. What's the weirdest thing you think they could do? The craziest shot they could come up with? The most bizarro thing? Oh, there's all sorts of stuff they could do. 
It would be uh, limited to the building that they were in. I mean, they couldn't go. I don't know what building they would be in, so it's not like they could go up on the uh, aisles because there might not be any aisles, that type of thing. But they could do uh, jumping, and you've got to put the ball between your legs as you go up and dunk it. Uh, You know, you could do it blindfolded with your offhand. Because some guys, I don't know about back then, but some of these guys are just unbelievable shooters here. And they've got such talent, and they've been practicing it for so long, for so many years, that they could do these things that, you know, you wouldn't have thought to do back then. They, they, they can put out some Harlem Globetrotter stuff with the left-handed hook shots from half court. Again, depending on how big the uh, particular facility is that they're using, I don't know that it's a, a regulation court. I uh, would have to see what that is all about. But I think there's a whole bunch of stuff that they'd be able to do. And under the circumstances, they know that this is replacing the actual live competition of the games. So they would up the ante on the opportunity to be entertaining. would understand what it's about now more so than when Gervin and Maravich were doing it because the games were where it was at here it wouldn't be about the games because there are no games right now. So they would get the entertainment value. And I think, by and large, today's players are more showmanship-type players because they understand the natural inclination to be entertaining. That's what it's about now. So it's a lot more fun. And we would see that manifest in a manner that we didn't see back then. Now, I didn't see it back then, so I can't speak to it, but I would think today it would be highly entertaining because they would get the whole purpose of it. Will you watch NBA stars playing horse from remote gyms? 47% of the people right now are a polar saying, nope. So the yeses have rallied a little bit to take the lead there. Uh, Sam tweets at us, come on, anyone saying no is kidding themselves. What else are you going to watch right now? Sam's calling people out. You know you'd watch. You got about 350 votes. You can go to uh, David DJ James and vote. All right, Steve Cleveland is coming up next. DJ and PK. Time now to bring in Gabe Gomez from Syringa Networks. A lot more people are working remotely these days. You're working from home. You're not going into the office, but that means you can't have IT issues. You can't have telecom issues. Gabe, how can you help people out? Yeah, that's, that's actually what Syringa Network specializes in, is making sure that people are connected. Um, that's what the, really what our business is all about. We have over over 1,000 miles of our own fiber optic infrastructure um, in throughout the state of Utah. We are locally based here. That means that, um, you know, um, all these issues that you might have with a company that, that isn't locally based um, wouldn't, wouldn't hit you in, in regards of being able to access people that can fix your problems because during times like this that's the last the last thing you need you you want to make sure that your connectivity your bandwidth is working your internet's working or your voice uh, connectivity is working and uh, that's what Swing Networks offers our, our clients of course, people here are doing business all over the place. Uh, a lot of it is local, but they were working with both coasts and, and around the world. So if you got tech support nonstop, so no matter when a problem comes up, you're there for them? We do, yeah. We are, we are 7 by 24, 365 in regards to our tech support. Um, and uh, we also have connectivity options available, not just in Utah, but really throughout the, throughout the country as well. We have a, a fairly vast national network as well, and we are also in multiple international countries too so no matter where 
um, you're at, whether you're in Salt Lake City, Utah, or you know somewhere somewhere else in, on the globe, we we've got options for you. How do people get a hold of Syringa Networks if they need to expand their network or they need some uh, help making it more reliable? Yeah, the best way to get a hold of us is to hit us up on our website at www.syringanetworks.net, and there you'll find all the, the various products, network maps, ways to access our technicians and engineers and sales professionals, um, all on a live basis. So we're, we are here to definitely serve uh, the state of Utah. Gabe Gomez, Syringa Networks. Find him online at syringanetworks.net. Thanks, Gabe. Thanks, Jens.